Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Otherwise, not going to take too much of your time this evening if I don't have uh, my co-host with me on this Thursday evening. Uh, real quick, in Major League Baseball tonight, the Braves are up on the Padres 4-3 to three going into the bottom of this. Spencer Strider did not have his best tonight, but he did strike out nine. He gave up a three-run home run. Two, in my opinion, frustrating uh, players to uh, to have in fantasy baseball. Matt Carpenter, who has uh, found a resurgence with the Padres and with the Yankees a little bit last year. Matt Carpenter was one of those guys, kind of hit or miss type years. And it seemed like, oh, but one year, I don't think one year, he was really good. And then every other year I tend to grab him in a fantasy league, he would have a down season. And then the next year, somebody else would get him, and he would be up again. So, But Matt Carpenter still in baseball, designated hitter for the Padres tonight, hit a three-run home run uh, to put the Padres up. And then three to two, Braves just took a lead here uh, in the bottom of the fourth to go up four to three. So, Braves up four to three. Braves up four to three in the uh, going into the bottom of the fifth inning. It was Blake Snell matched up with Spencer Strider tonight in this game. This is a big series, man. Both of these teams picked to by a lot of people to win their divisions. Definitely uh, picked to play into October, so. Nice little preview. Uh, Braves starting five and one. Padres starting four and two. They lost their first two games and they 
uh, bounced back and played pretty well after that. So uh, Braves coming off a road sweep in St. Louis. Uh, they went in two out of three in, in Washington, D.C. against the Nationals to start the season. Mackenzie Gore, uh, that highly touted prospect from the Padres, uh, kind of disappointed, fought through some arm injuries, but he looked like the guy that San Diego thought they had as a prospect. Uh, he pitched really well for the Nationals this past Sunday uh, against Atlanta in that 4-1 to victory for the Nationals. Uh, looking around baseball earlier today, the Rockies had a one to nothing win over the Nationals. And you also had the Giants going crazy with a 16-3 to win over the White Sox. They hit a ton of home runs in that game, um, including a, uh, a grand slam home run by J.T. Davis, former Met, in that game. Tigers beat the White Sox today. I'm sorry, uh, Red Sox beat the Tigers today. Uh, another home run by Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall has been off to a really hot start. Uh, Red Sox coming back today playing the Tigers after getting swept by the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, this week. Toronto behind Kevin Gossman uh, beat Kansas City today as well. There were a lot of games canceled today. They went ahead and canceled them because of weather. You know, this is the one thing that's kind of tough about this time of year, early April, still some cold weather weather in some of the northern areas to kind of make games tough to get in. Hopefully the Twins can get their game in tomorrow. They were supposed to play today, and they pushed it back a day. So we'll see if that game can happen tomorrow. Uh, looking around major leagues just to see any other things happening. And baseball worth talking about today. I think I covered all the Dodgers and Diamondbacks play again tonight. Dustin May against Merrill Kelly. So those two uh, will hook it up. And a National League West show this evening. So that's what's going on in Major League Baseball today. Kind of light action on a Thursday afternoon last evening. We had lots of things we talked about last night on the college cookout. Check us out on Wednesday nights, nine o'clock Eastern time. Uh the call number tonight is nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Um and that's the call number for any of our shows where we have the college cookout on two on Wednesday nights, nine PM Eastern time. A lot of times we'll have uh NFL front office show or some NFL stuff on Tuesday nights from time to time. And then the time of Sunday morning brunch on Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, every Sunday morning for the most part, uh, TP, the main man, the host with the most, uh, the big T's, the boss, the guy that if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. What's that? And has me alongside on Sunday morning. So, uh, much love and respect to TP Timeless, everything that he does for our sports city and everything we got going on here. Shout out to the villain, to Sirius, all the other chefs in the building. We had uh, another guy on last night, new to me, but not to them. Been around these guys for years. And shout out to Chandler, my co-host. Hopefully he uh, can join me soon, or we'll be back with you together on another Thursday night. 
We talked last night about the men's Final Four and the women's Final Four. I uh, talked to you about the classic double standard. Uh, when Caitlin Clark did the you can't see me gesture and was disrespectful, uh, she was fiery and competitive. When Angel Reese did it, it was a different story. Um, but, you know, LSU told everybody on Saturday, and they said that they felt like Iowa really res- disrespected South Carolina uh, with some of their gestures. Caitlin Clark kind of turning sideways and sort of flipping her wrist, like, go ahead and shoot it. It's not worth not worthy to guard you. And so you saw what happened there. Uh, and then, like I said, Angel Reese gives them a taste of their own medicine. Everybody wants to complain about sportsmanship. So, uh, But I do agree with something Dylan said last night. Uh, you know, hey, you want to go celebrate with the Obamas, do so, but don't refuse to go to the White House. Go ahead and show up and, and show us some class, I think. Uh, but I do think and I said this last night, that if Iowa had won, you would not have heard uh, Flotus saying, let's invite LSU also. And I think, to be honest with you, I think it's uh, a bad look for the women's game now. Uh, Secretary of them came out and said they're looking forward to hosting LSU at UConn. So I don't think that, uh, I don't think that you're going to see Iowa invited. And I think it's it shouldn't be that way. You've never seen the second-place team. You've always seen champs show up. And for them to do something like that now would also be a slap in the face to women's sports in a lot of ways, really, uh, as if to insinuate that they can't handle uh, disappointment. So, uh, anyway, that's what's going on in the uh, LSU's champions. They're hanging their first banner. They had a parade last night. Big victory celebration. They should. Uh, what a great season by those girls in Mulkey's second year. Uh, they lost two games all year, one on the road to South Carolina, who was number one all year, until they lost the uh, semifinal game against Iowa. The other two, Tennessee, in the SEC tournament, and they lost that game more than Tennessee won it. They blew a 17-point lead late in that game. And as I talked about last night, though, uh, you know, say their names, Jasmine Carson, Ladeja Williams, uh, big buckets. Jasmine Carson shot the best she's ever shot in her life. They felt disrespected, and, you know, one shining moment, as the theme song says on the men's side, uh, LSU sees that moment. They hit shot after shot after shot. They shot the ball better than they have all year. I think they shot like 70% from three-point range and scored a – 102 points, which is a record for an NCAA women's title game. The ratings for that game are higher than any other NCAA women's basketball game in the history of the sport and also out several games uh, down the stretch, the regional finals, final four, and championship uh, had more viewers than most of the regular season uh, is in any regular season NBA game this year. So uh, big ups to the game of women's basketball. Chandler and I have talked uh, multiple times during this space about the WNBA season. So I hope those of you that were excited by the women's game and that watched a lot of these uh, games over the last couple of weeks will actually take the time this summer and check out a little bit of the WNBA 
because that is the highest level of basketball played in the world uh, on the women's side of things. So check out the WNBA. And if you're in a city or you can get to a city where they're going to play, go check them out. It is affordable. It's good entertainment. It's quality basketball, and it's worth going to watch. So if you can get to a game, definitely go check them out and be part of uh, what's going on there. Let's see. Around the major leagues so far, uh, some major injuries to report. Justin Berlander started the season on the IL because of some back tightness. Uh, we also have seen Michael Harris was removed from tonight's game because of some tightness in his back. They said precautionary, so we'll see. He should be back in a day or two. Max Fried's on the DL because of a hamstring. Kyle Wright starting the season late because of a shoulder. Uh, and then Rossell Iglesias is still not started throwing. We talked in this space about Edwin Diaz, his thing. Um, surprise, surprise on the, for the White Sox, Eloy Jimenez with a hamstring issue has found the uh, injured list. Uh, that seems to be a pretty regular occurrence for him. Uh, hopefully he can get back and stay healthy. They said they don't expect it to be anything major. So hopefully uh, he will be back soon and be able to contribute to that lineup for the Chicago White Sox. NBA really coming down to the wire. The Lakers lost. The, they won every game on their road trip, but technically the last game on their on their five game road trip was in their home arena against the Clippers. But as has happened the last uh, three or four seasons, they lost to the Clippers again. Uh, that was the second night of a back to back, and they were able to come back and make it close after really getting down big in the first uh, two quarters of that game. Really, the second quarter is when they really got down uh, bigger. It was like a six point game going to the second quarter. Uh, but Lakers lose to the Clippers, probably drops them down to where they're really going to be contending for that uh, seven or eight spot. But we'll see. They have two games left against Phoenix and the Jazz, I think. So uh, TP and I will probably recap all these standings on Sunday, assuming that we do an Easter edition of the Sunday morning brunch. Otherwise, we will be getting hot and heavy into NBA playoff action and other things coming up. Uh, here over the next week on the Sports City Chefs uh, Network. So check us out, man. You can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you can also check out any of our past episodes uh, through your smart speakers, websites, anything else. So just ask it to play Sports City Chefs. It will give you an episode number. So if you want to hear the previous show, just ask it to play the, the number before that. So uh, we multiple ways to listen to us from your computer, from your smart speakers, to Amazon devices, uh, any of your podcast apps that you use to get podcasts. You can also listen to us from there. So multiple ways to access our content. Also check out the website sportscitychefs.com. Check our blog website. Uh, we got articles and different things going on. Uh, tends to be more active during football season, but we're going to keep it going for baseball this year. The only thing I want to point out is PHI Apparel. That's phiapparel.co, not com, but .co, phiapparel.co. Use the promo code CHEFS at checkout. Get 15% off any of your feelings needs. Uh, Listen from Flyers to Sixers to 
Eagles to Phillies. They got all your Philly clothing. They got some unique designs and sleek looks that will sure to make you stand out in the crowd and be the envy of your friends. So um, if you're a Philly sports fan or you know somebody that is, uh, go grab their gear at phiapparel.co. Use the promo code at CHEFS at checkout, and that will give you 15% off there. So uh, check out PHI Apparel and all the good stuff that they have and nice designs that they come up with over there. But I think in the NBA, in the Eastern Conference, the 10 seeds are pretty much set. Uh, Milwaukee has clinched the number one seed. It's probably going to be Boston 2 and Philly 3. Cleveland and New York will play in the first round. That's 4-5. Uh, the question becomes, between 6 and 7, can Brooklyn hold off the heat? Uh, and for that sixth seed, if they can, then that puts the heat, the Hawks, the Raptors, and the Bulls uh, in the play in there. Still a lot of guys packed in pretty tight there in the Western Conference. Uh, Sacramento put it on New Orleans a couple nights ago, but New Orleans bounced back and got a win last night. So, uh, you know, Sacramento looks to be entrenched in those top three with Denver and Memphis as the top three. It's like right now you're looking at like Phoenix, Golden State, Clippers. Uh, you got Pelicans, Lakers, and then you got the the Jazz kind of hanging around there. Uh, I don't think that they're going to make it, but they're kind of hanging out right there. But so, I mean, looking at the West, the top three, as I mentioned, and then it looks like the probably Phoenix and Golden State are going to end up being four or five. Clippers, Lakers, Pelicans, uh, that's six, seven, eight, but this can change. Uh, and then you've got a couple other teams jumbled in there with the Jazz and the Thunder and the Mavericks all pushing to get uh, those last two spots for the play-in. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see how that pans out. Jazz, Thunder, Mavericks, the only uh, teams that are really eliminated, you're not going to see Houston, San Antonio, uh, or Portland in there, but everybody else. And Minnesota, the T-Wolves, that's the other team that I forgot. So Minnesota is the other team in there. So, after Golden State and Phoenix, which look like four or five, uh, probably Clippers six, but we'll see because there's still a few games left. Those last four spots are between those uh, six teams. If the Clippers are in there as the sixth, then the last four spots will, will go to some combination of Pelicans, Wolves, Lakers, Thunder, Mavericks, and Jazz. So uh, Jake Cronenworth just hit a home run to tie the game between the Padres and Braves, so that's 4-4 uh, in the top of the sixth inning. And the aforementioned Matt Carpenter is now coming up to bat. So no win tonight for Spencer Strider and not one of his better performances, but uh, hey, he still struck out nine in the five innings and gave up three runs. So uh, you take it and move on and hope that uh, your bullpen can uh, – a couple guys can get it done so you don't have to use guys in back-to-back nights or, you know, three nights in a row. Uh, you don't burn through these guys to make it a really long series. 
so there we go. Let's see. Laid out the NBA picture. NFL still kind of up for grabs. Draft coming up. Uh, end of the month. Still knows nothing settled on Lamar Jackson that came out um, a couple weeks ago that he requested a trade. Uh, you heard Chandler's prediction on his network that he might not play another down in the league. Uh, teams hosting pro days. Other things going on as we lead up to the draft. It's definitely going to be the Panthers one, and they'll get their choice of the uh, quarterbacks. I believe that Stroud or Young goes to Carolina, and Houston takes the other one, but we'll see what happens. Somebody could still come in and offer Baltimore or something for Lamar Jackson, uh, but actually what would happen is they could sign him or offer him a deal, and Baltimore would have the option to match it, and if they didn't match it, then – uh, the Ravens would get two first-round draft picks out of that. So uh, we will see what happens there. Mock drafts all over the place, having different guys fall in uh, the top ten. So, you know, everybody wants to be the smartest person in the room. Nobody really knows what's going to happen. And to be quite honest with you, uh, some of these general managers, I'm not sure, really know what they're doing. So uh, it's always entertaining when the draft comes along. Uh, but that is that's the first round is three weeks away from tonight. So uh, in three weeks, we'll find out where some of these people are going and what's going on. Uh, we'll have round one on Thursday night, rounds two and three on Friday, and then uh, Saturday gives you uh, day three now. It's round four through seven. So uh, no other really big moves. Uh, around the league that I can point to this week that really jump out to me uh, in the NFL world. Uh, Cam Newton did have a workout, worked out at Auburn's Pro Day and reportedly threw the ball really well. Uh, so that's interesting to see if he gets a chance to come back into the league or not and what happens with Super Cam. Uh, and I guess Sports City, I'm going to cut it short Without my co-host, is not nearly as entertaining, uh, but we at least have something down and something to uh, go back and archive and listen to. So Braves and Padres right now, Dodgers and Diamondbacks later tonight. These last four days are going to shake out how the seeding happens in the East and who makes the playoffs in the Western Conference. And then we'll be getting to play-ins early next week, and then next weekend we'll be starting the NBA playoffs. So uh, stay tuned. Uh, check out all of our shows. The time of Sunday morning brunch on Sunday morning, caller cookout on Wednesday night, roundtable gumbo on Thursday. Hopefully I can have my co-host back next week to be more entertaining for you guys. And go Tigers, happy to have that championship in Baton Rouge. As we say down south, laissez les bons roulé. Much respect to the chefs. And as TP always says, we shut this thing down, tell a friend to tell a friend. It's the chefs again. If they don't know, now they know. <laughs>